everyone to the 2023 season episode 22 of the team blaney podcast my name is kate mez and alongside me is co-host steve mez that's right it's the first team mez takeover of 2023 as always this podcast is brought to you by fans for fans collectively we have been following the drivers of the blaney racing family for more than two decades and team blaney itself launched on social media in 2014 Each weekly episode of the podcast offers an in-depth analysis of Ryan Blaney's latest NASCAR Cup Series race, plus news, notes, and a lineup special guests throughout the year. This week, we break down the number 12 team's run in the Ally 400 at Nashville Super Speedway. Well, hello. (laughs) Hi, Kate. Awesome. This was uh, was a great great week to travel. Yes, it was. Um, We made our way down south and actually attended this race. Um, not a great week for the race itself. Uh, no. Um, positive note, it did not rain while we were down there, so that was nice. Which is amazing, because uh, <laughs> Adam and Tara were there. Yeah. And usually what happens when Adam and Tara go to races? They bring the rain. They bring the rain. So uh, they came from the south and uh, did not bring the rain with them, or it held off at least long enough for the race. Um, Adam and Tara decided to take the rest of the week off. They go their vacationing somewhere in the, the Tennessee mountains, having a good time, so... Uh, we're going to go ahead and try and plow through this best we can. <laughs> we'll do our best. We'll do our best. But uh, we did go um, to one of our uh, tracks. And I don't know if any of you have been following along, but when, when my wife is on with me, we have a map of the United States, a corkboard map. And every time we get to a new track that we haven't been to yet. We we'll, put a pin in it. That's right. And uh, this is another another one new addition to the to the map. Uh, we'll probably have to take a picture of the map and put it up, or maybe we'll put it on TikTok. Well, I didn't pin it yet, so we could do that after this. We could actually put the pin in the we'll, map. We'll put the pin in the map. Yeah. Uh, we'll, do it, we'll do it on the Team Blaney TikTok. Okay. Here. So look out for that. Traveling wasn't bad. You know, ten, it was, it, The place is not near uh, Nashville itself. No, not really. There was a lot of, uh, we, we turned off the main roads a while back. Yeah, so it uh, it's kind of off the beaten path a little bit. Um, but the facility was pretty good. Oh yeah. I, I liked the facility. It was nice. Um, loud though. I mean, would you say it was really loud? I thought something was wrong with my headset because it seemed like I could hear the cars much closer. And I mean, we've been, we haven't, I mean, we've been up close at Bristol and I didn't like not, it wasn't as loud. I don't know. It's hard to describe it. It was very, it was very different considering it was a very open area. I mean, it was just the one front stretch that it didn't wrap around at all. Yeah, there were but stands all the way around. The yeah, I could not right hear. I, I couldn't hear um, the team unless it was a caution. I couldn't. I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, our headsets it was a little bit of a little bit of trouble to to hear. Um, we did get we did get the scanner figured out. I have a new scanner, and we did get the scanner figured out. But uh, yeah, like I said, it was something something strange. It just seemed really really loud there. But mm-hmm. um, you know, the racing action itself. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Good. I mean, there was, uh, we'll talk about it in the report. There was a couple times where they went three wide, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, yeah. and, and did it for like continuous laps. Yeah. Like the lead there, what, the second stage, three wide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit, little bit crazy there for a little bit. And uh, they, you know, on restarts, at least they were able to race with each other for a number of laps till 
until somebody could sort it out. Um, that was a good track, just in case you guys are looking at new tracks. Um, we were only in the 12th row, <laughs> of course. Um, but we could see the entire... There was no blind spot on that track for us. I don't know if there would be a bad seat in the house, yeah, really. It's kind of strange, because usually you do, you're right. When you sit down lower, you end up not being able to see like the back stretch, or if you were down one end or the other end, you know, sometimes you'll miss the turn. But you're right. It was We were only like 10 or 11 rows up, 11 or 12 rows up. And when we get to it, I'll tell you the one thing I did not see directly. The one thing. Okay, when we get to that in the race report? Yeah. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to go ahead and do this race report, and uh, obviously it won't be quite the same because we you know, weren't, wasn't sitting at home doing it, so I wasn't able to take quite the same notes. Um, but... Uh, and it's not very long. No. But uh, let's start off. Friday practice uh, was 50 minutes, and they did uh, about 15 minute, uh, 15 laps. It was only two tenths off the leader, but that was slow, that was 16. So that tells you how close together they were right off the bat. 18 minutes in, uh, they they came back out. All of a sudden, you know, they were about uh, 0.111 back of the uh, you know 23 minutes in. So they went back out. They got faster. The 45 came back out. He got he was the fastest for a while. Ryan was .268 back of him, which was like 12th best. 30 minutes in, they came in, and then they came back out. You know, they'd run 20 laps by that point, or 35 laps total by that point. The top forward was the six car, actually, at that point. And uh, 35 minutes in, the eight car spun out. 39 minutes into the practice, they come back out. They try to run it out for the most part. Five laps in, he jumped to P11. So every time out, they improved on speed. Um, was the second fastest forward at that point even. So the single lap ended up being P13.339 back. But I think a couple of cars came back out and did like qualifying laps too during the practice. And Ryan actually, you know, usually during practice I don't get like a lot from Ryan. But on this, t- this occasion he actually said that uh, whatever change they made helped and it made it more secure on exit. So that's, that's usually something I don't hear during practice. Usually he gets out of the car. And tells Jonathan yeah. stuff. So their 20 lap average was six best, which was pretty good too. So we get to Saturday's qualifying using Group B, going out ninth. Ryan and Josh discuss what line to run because they, once Ryan gets into the car, he'll we'll talk to Josh about who's run the fastest lap so far or what what line. The 45 went to the top of the board right before Ryan, you know, went out. Ryan went out and it was P3 with nine more cars to go. So you know he saves a little tight. So we knew it wasn't going to make the top five there. And he was uh, .190 back of the 99, but he got knocked out. And the 99, the 1, the 45, 31, and the 5, they're the top 5 there. And in the second group, he was a 23, 24, 11, 19, 22 in Group B. So he was .025 from being in the top 5 in Group A, which it really is .025. is really, really, really tight. They get to the... Uh, Pole qualifying, the 99 actually crashed during the pole qualifying. The 23 spun out. Uh, the 99 had to go to a backup car, so he was going to go back in the field. The 23 didn't hit anything, so he did get to save his position ninth. Uh, the one car wins the pole, and Ryan, when it all sorts out, is P13 uh, for race day. So, <clears throat> you know, not too bad. The speed really wasn't that bad. We get to Sunday race day, the stages of 90, 185, 300. Ten sets of tires, a fuel run of somewhere between 69 and 74. But as we see, they with the green flag stops, they don't go quite that far. They try to split the stages, which is a whole other story. We we talked about this, actually, where 
they split. I, yeah, I didn't like I didn't like how they split the stages. Yeah, these stages were only was it 90, 95, one fifteen. All that did was strategy wise was if it went green, you split it in half. Yeah. And, yeah, they were al- almost identical, and that, I just I don't like that. I think the first and second stages really need to be a little bit shorter. Would we say like one uh, seventy five, seventy five, and yeah, you know something where you got you got to change it up. Yeah, something where you have to make a pit stop, but in that last stage, you probably have to make two pit stops. Mm-hmm. I think that would have worked better um, because it would have put more strategy into play on when to pit. Yeah, um, whether to do it early in, in a stage, you know, to get the fresher tires earlier than other guys, you know, because there was tire fall off. So, but that's something they should really should look at. Um, to the rear, we have the ninety nine and the seven um, pit stall ten for Ryan. Uh, we had the seven car in front, and it was open behind him. Um, so at the start of the race, uh, like I said, we don't I don't have a lot of who passed who, but he was starting at 13th, and by lap 5 was up to 12th, by lap 16 up to 11th, and lap 28, he makes it into the top 10. And that's when the first set of green flag stops start. Uh, you know, they didn't even get halfway to the stage. Uh, lap 42, and it was a uh, 10.30 stop, so just, just above a 9, or just above, uh, just above 10. Um, come back out and cycle uh, by lap 55 back to 11th. And we've had a little bit of a fall off here. Lap 57, 12th. Lap 63, 13th. Lap 68, 14th. And at lap 84, back up to 13th. So kind of, you know, whatever the adjustment was, was not a swing maybe in the right direction. And at the end of stage one, he's in 13th. Uh, they come in for the pit stop there. And they have a uh, 10.40 stop. And actually, don't lose any positions on pit road. They actually gain a spot because I believe the eight car. The eight, the eight was speeding. Yeah, so <laughs> you know he's P twelve for the restart at lap uh, ninety seven, and this is what what you mentioned earlier beforehand. Uh, uh, this restart got crazy, and whatever yeah. adjustments that the twelve car that Jonathan and the twelve car made, went in the right direction, way in the right direction. Like I said, starting twelfth on this three wide, two groups of guys three wide in front. Mm-hmm. And by lap 101, Ryan's all the way up to 8th. At lap 104, him 7th, passing the 5 car. At lap 110, uh, back to 8th as the 5 car passes him back. And lap 121, he's in the ninth. And at lap 135, we start some green flag pit stops. And they do a 9.60 pit stop here, which is really, really good. Now, um, hard to keep track of at the track, but the action happens literally... Um, Three laps, four laps later, lap 139, we have the caution for the 45 car. And it was right in front of us. Yeah. I think you actually grabbed me because I think my head was over to the right. And you were like, ah. And mm-hmm. you up and pointed down. Tyler going to have a penalty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, whoops. But the <laughs> problem was this kind of like messed up everybody because not everybody had pitted. And I did take note of this. Four? Four, four cars were on the lead lap. Yeah. Three of them had not pitted yet, which I think when it was, and included Kozlowski and it included the uh, 23 also. And the 19 car had pitted, but he was still in the lead lap. So when everybody cycled and we did, um, I, I have in here, we had to take the wave around. Um, Ryan was 12th after that wave around. Um, you had the one car, uh, uh, sorry, the, uh, the 19 car taking the lead on this. And then we get this restart that happens, and this restart here is just—we're gonna—we're gonna talk about this every couple minutes, I'm sure. Mm, I don't want to, okay. but okay. Okay. Um, so, watching and then 
because we come home and watch some stuff just to double check what we saw. And then talking and listening to some people, the 24 car, they say, hit the the six so much that the six kind of missed the shift. Mm-hmm. So he missed the shift, but he missed the shift because he had some help missing the shift. And this was in the low lane. Ryan was in the low lane behind all of this. And he bailed to the left to go underneath it and to get around it. But some people behind him didn't quite do as good a job. Um, but, yeah, uh, Kyle, don't know how to explain it because it's a, a racing thing to some extent. Um, but it looks like he got hit. But then again, it looks like he really hit Ryan hard. He did. But it it was very fast. Don't make me defend Kyle Busch. I don't even allow M&Ms in this house. Even though that's not a sponsor anymore. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, it, it did happen lightning quick. I mean... <laughs> you can't, you I'm know, frustrated. You're, you're lost, lost for words, but yeah. So I mean, you can't really say it was quite his fault or his spotter's fault, or you know, it's really hard to say. You know, even in the moment you know, where we were sitting, we were sitting in turn four, and this all happened going into one or coming mm-hmm. down the front street, you know, coming past the start finish, and um, and we saw we saw him get kind of booted out of the way, yeah. but then that's that is the one spot. I, at least I could not see was when he actually I didn't know he hit the wall until yeah. I saw it on the on the big screen. The big screen. Yeah, it kind of got you right. It went it, that one the, little spot there behind that wall because it was at, at the end of pit road and kind of behind pit road as you would go left. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. You couldn't see it at all, and that um, heartbreaking. Yeah that that was not good. Uh, you know we're sitting there. Internet's not the greatest. They had some Wi-Fi. It didn't work real well once everybody got in there. So you're trying to look for updates. I know you were having a little better time of it. Mm-hmm. You go on Twitter. Um, but there wasn't much there. It was just the last things Ryan said on the radio, and then we saw yeah. him get out. Yeah. And get, get out, go to his knee. Definitely got the wind knocked out of him. Yeah. And you're in a heightened state of like, okay, so where's the infield care center? Can we see it from where we're sitting? Normally I can spot it super fast. I could not find it. I think it was over that direction, but I I could not, like, I, I didn't see anything that said infield care center like it normally does. Yeah, so it's hard to tell what, what it was behind, you know, because it was behind pit road and maybe behind or next to one of the garages. So we literally had a little bit of a scare even because we saw an ambulance not turn its lights on, but actually go out the tunnel. And, and we hadn't heard or seen anything yet. And you're thinking, well, why, where was that thing going? You yeah. Uh, apparently it was just going outside the track. So and there was nothing so nothing there. But for people that didn't know anything and didn't hear anything, it, it yes, we were a little little nervous. But, but it took about, I think, 20 minutes before we saw that he was released. Yeah. And yeah. then the radio interview. Uh, the radio interview was even better than the TV interview because he was pretty animated. Yeah. Pretty ticked off. Dropped a bomb on there, you know, uh, but he was right. I mean, wh- why isn't everything into place just have safer barriers? Now? How many times have you and I had this conversation? I mean, I think since back when um, when Kyle Bush broke his legs, I- we've had this conversation at least a dozen times. The safer barriers, they're great. They're wonderful. But if there is 10 feet of a section of any part of the wall that does not have it, those cars are like magnets, and they will find that spot, and they will hit it. Yeah, it's always like discovery. Like, uh, well, I listened to Door Bumper Clear already, and it said the same thing. It's like, why is it that 
they say that you know these things aren't you know, don't happen but then they happen you know yeah or even tires that something you know the sand you know something yeah, yeah. and that something was, to stop that was something that was said today um also is that the section of wall is not big enough to put a safer barrier on which okay whatever the restrictions are on that but they could have done something else to it. Really? I was right. You're right. That's exactly <laughs> what uh, some of the people said. Uh, different, different, you know, different sources and NASCAR people were saying that. Okay, so you can send the check to Kate Mez. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, then he gets, you know, he gets two interviews. You know, to do the interview that you can see at the track. Uh, yeah, and it might have been one of the TV interviews. Um, we've absorbed all the interviews since then. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, it looks fine. Okay, a lot of panic online thing about it is is you don't necessarily know until it could be days you know uh that there if there's some sort of concussion like symptoms or anything like that so uh you know the fact that he was able to walk away the fact that he was actually able to get out of the infield care center without you know and be able to do interviews is a pretty good sign to me yes i know a lot of people said his his eyes looked different they looked glassy but i know that if i hit a concrete wall going what do you think he was going 60 yeah, maybe at least, maybe, at least. More, yeah. I, I mine would do it yeah. would look glassy too yeah, but yeah. i'd probably be a big ball of tears and sweat because by the way it was 94 degrees when we got out of the car and my phone said it feels like 105 so yes it would have been miserable inside those cars yeah and actually they actually commented during the race that the, they must have a new system uh, because i thought i heard him saying something about it working pretty well Oh, well, good, good, because yeah, it was it was warm. So you know, he, he ends up P thirty six, and you know, they the one ends up winning the race. Watermelon for everybody. Watermelon for everybody. It just makes the playoffs more interesting because who will you know? Yeah, there wasn't. There's not a whole lot to talk about the third stage. I mean, I know Ryan wasn't in it, so obviously it wasn't quite as interesting. But there really wasn't that much. I think everything that really happened kind of happened in the second stage, like the most to, to me passing and and racing and i thought the second stage was the best yeah yeah i mean i guess i guess there was you know at least the 19 and the and the and the one and there was some pretty good a bit yeah racing around some people and some people have pitted at one point and gotten tires and worked their way back on the lead lap in in that third stage so i mean there was there was some stuff there um like i said the racing on the restarts was really big because they did race side by side for like four and five and six yeah, laps. Yeah, they did. So it's still hard to pass, but uh, the mile and a half is a little easier. It's not a mile and a half, it's a mile and a third. But that type of track is still a little easier than a short track. So, you know, not a lot of points here in this, for the standings. Uh, this kind of uh, kind of sorts uh, sorts out to uh, in, the, in the NASCAR standings now. He is down to eighth. At 502 points, so he's 74 points back of Martin Truex Jr., who's still leading um, the playoff uh, standings, I think. They moved around a little bit, too. So, yeah, he's in the eighth in the playoff, projected playoff standings at this point also. So He's uh, the top Ford. Yeah, that, you know, that that is true. He's mm-hmm. the top Ford. That's good news to some extent, but um, top Ford to playoff standings. Yeah, I was going to say, what did you just switch to? Regular, uh, regular season? Regular season there. Uh, yeah, Harvick. Harvick has, Harvick has yeah. passed him. Um, just, you know, you know, we've got weeks to go till the playoffs. And uh, these things, hopefully, just a one-off kind of thing. Doesn't happen every every week. And uh, just move on from this. <laughs> well, when you move on, it seems like it's going to be one giant question mark. 
Yeah, I mean, this, oh yeah, this week coming up. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> she, you let me right into it, and I wasn't, I wasn't even like, I'm like blanking out. I'm like, no, you're right. Uh, this week, uh, who knows what we're going to get. Let's do a real quick recap of the uh, of the uh, NASCAR Fantasy Live League for uh, the Team Blaney podcast here. And, um, yeah, so let's do the top ten at Nashville first. In 40th position is Mez 12. So you didn't help me with my lineup this week. That's why. You're you're right. I didn't. I didn't. He's right. Um, Adam at the Team Blaney, uh, Team Blaney host Adam at 222 and 30th. Uh, so let's get to the real people here, the top 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help you this week. We'll see if you get any better. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we've got a tie for ninth. We've got Rochi 12 and Matto. Or Mateo, maybe? M-A-T-T-O. I don't know. Sure. Either way. Okay, in eighth, we've got No Hesitation. Uh, tied for sixth, we have Eric D, 15, and Pocono Lady. Then we've got a three-way tie for a third. We've got uh, Vincent T, 12, Clyde's Chicken Pit Racing, and Blaney the Goat. Then in second, we've got Bulldog Go, 277. And at the top, we have USC Alvin. Yeah, so in that top 10, we were looking at only like 15, 16 points between. Yeah, they're pretty close. So it was pretty tight this mm-hmm. week. Um, I can tell you my, my big problem my lineup was with the Wi-Fi. <laughs> sure it was, guys. Sure it was. Tyler Reddick gets knocked out. I have Tyler in the lineup, and uh, yeah, not good. Uh, couldn't swap him out. It probably would have been about 15, 20 points. Would not have put me in the top 10, but it would have at least moved me up a little bit. Let's oh let's look at the overall standings now the updated overall standings and Team Blaney Adam in thirty sixth. Adam does not here to defend himself. Okay, so you've got a tie for tenth. We've got Blaring Idiots and the Nutty Gamer. Then in ninth is Alyssa C. Eighth we have no hesitation. In seventh we have Eric D. Fifteen. In sixth is some guy. Oh, it's Mez twelve. Sorry. Um, fifth, we've got Penske Fan 24. In fourth is Go Larson. In third, we've got Christian Dana. Is that what that says? I believe so. It's like reading one of those charts at the eye doctors. It's so small. Okay. In second, we've got Blaney's Daisy. And then in first place right now, we have Factory of Sadness 6. Six. Okay. So... Um, you know, I didn't, I was six last week and I've lost ground basically. I was real close to moving up a spot, but, uh, I lost a little bit of ground this week and we'll see what happens this week coming up. But, you know, really truthfully, let's go ahead and talk about Chicago and Chicago. Who would you pick this week? Are you, do you think that it's all road course guys this week? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I was, I was just looking at the, uh, the, the track layout of the, the course layout Man, I don't know. I mean, I can't wait to see practice. Or yeah. so, I, I can't wait to see them on on the course and the, see what on, happens. On I, yeah, I don't even know if I want to pick anyone yet. <laughs> the, the see, this is what I usually say, too, and Adam always picks <laughs> on me. He says, oh, you wait till practice. But I, I usually have to wait till practice. Well, come on. We have no idea. what. I mean, you wouldn't say AJ Albaniger or Kyle Larson or Chase Elliott for, for sure? Um... Who was the second one you said? You said uh, Larson? Larson, yeah. You know what? Out of the three of them, I'd probably looking at AJ just because. Mm-hmm. I, I think I like seeing him on uh, 
on road courses. Definitely want to see what he does. Yeah. He becomes very aggressive, that's for sure. He does. But like you said, the layout is, is really kind of strange because, uh, and it's a question I asked uh, asked Jonathan today, and he just said really good question when I asked him. Because do you let, do you set up the car like a road course? But it's not a road course. It's a street course. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of elevation changes. You've got a uh, different type of pavement a little bit because it's a regular street. And then you're looking at, what is it, like 12 turns, and it's like three or four straightaways. And one, two, three, four, five, six. I see like six or seven. 90-degree? Yeah. And, you know, setting up those turns and then how narrow it is getting into them is a whole other story. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like... As we, as we talk about it, I don't know how to how they're even going to spot this. Like, the guys on Door Bumper Clear says, I'd like to bring, like, six spotters. Now, how, from start-finish line back, how how long is that? Does, this doesn't actually give me, like, the distances hmm. um, on this, this picture I'm looking at here. They're long enough straightaways to get it up to speed. You know, they're definitely have to do major braking. Yeah, but then you got to go right into a 90-degree turn yeah. after every single one of those. And, um... Yeah, I was, like I said, I was mentioning spotters because I, I, I uh, sent a message to Josh to kind of like find out what, what they're going to deal with because a lot of times they don't know until they get there, but they've already had a couple things. Um, NASCAR.com showed Steve Luckhart on the top of a bus, a, a double-decker bus that's going to be sitting like near one of the corners. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be strange. Like, I don't know who you put in that spot, but there's a building or two that are close enough uh, to the track where there might be, um, a, like the main spotting might happen from the top of a building, which you'd almost, I mean, how else are you going to do it? Yeah. You know, I mean, I want to drive it. You wanna drive it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Call some people, see what you can do. Yeah. I think it. this looks like fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, from a, like, like a go-kart, if you were like a go-kart guy, it does look like a lot of fun. It looks like go-kart fun. It know? does. Yeah. I mean, these cars, of course, are designed to be good road cars, I guess, road course type cars. But like I said, this is a street course, not a road course. And there is a little bit of difference there that, yeah, I don't know what uh, what it's going to look like till till uh, this weekend, till, what do we got on the schedule here? Xfinity is at 11 a.m. practice, and then Xfinity does their qualifying at, at noon. noon. And then at 1.30, Cup has practice, and then they're actually going to have qualifying at 2.30. Um, that's so going to be on USA, in case anybody's wondering. So it's a probably a 150-minute practice, I would guess, the way they've got that set up. Yeah. Which makes sense. Everybody gets 50 minutes to try whatever they want to try. Um, all on USA, though, right? So Yeah. Everything on Saturday, it looks like. Yeah. Xfinity Race is Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. The Loop 121? Is that yeah, what that says? It says the Loop 121. Okay. Sunday. Uh, we've got, well, driver introductions, in case you're there. It's going to be at 455. And then the Grant Park 220 is actually going to be at 5.30. And that'll be on NBC. NBC itself. So, And then um, Peacock is also the backup thing that they use. So you might want to. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm interested to pull up the in-car cameras now. I don't know um, how that's going to look. It's going to be kind of cool. Uh, it be easier for me probably to keep track of. Have you ever shown a picture or anything on social media of our, uh, our setup? I think I have posted one, but maybe I'll post another one on, on Sunday. <laughs> on Sunday when we get it. We get it, get it, get it first yeah. get it cranked up. Maybe real quick I'll take a picture because, yeah, we have a two yeah. TV set up. Uh, our larger TV up top will have the race on it. And the one below it, and I say smaller, it's not much smaller, and it's not really a small TV. 
um, we will put the in-car camera. We'll broadcast the in-car camera. To yeah. It, so um, hopefully there's no glitches this time. The last few I feel like have been a little yeah problematic. Yeah, so <laughs> hopefully. Well, uh, we Chicago's got good Wi-Fi or something. I don't thanks know. Thanks to Adam, we usually <laughs> put something on Twitter right away when we uh, yeah <laughs> we're having issues. Uh, it always seems to happen to Ryan. One time we go to turn Ryan's channel on and it's somebody totally different. Mm-hmm. And another time we go to turn it on and it's no nothing there at all for like 50 laps. So uh, I pay extra, you know, with the NASCAR app to have that, and um, it really yeah, is it really is useful. Frustrating, when, yeah. Uh, but it's useful to have when uh, <laughs> when it works. Yeah. Um, as far as like we were talking about fantasy, I'm I'm out of Ryan usages, um, and this week I really believe that track position is key. Um, not knowing how the how the pit stop is going to work, not knowing what the tire fall up is going to be, um, this should be real interesting. Um, but it's it, it is going to be that new setup where there won't be any stage breaks when they get to the end of a stage. So that makes the strategy a little bit interesting too. So you might be racing for points or you might be racing mm-hmm. for the win. Um, guys like uh, the 16, oh, the 34. Let's not forget uh, forget him too. He, he will be another one that will do something crazy to try to get track position late in the race. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because the only way, the, no offense to those guys, but the only way they make the playoffs is if they win. And this is one of their chances here. So think of anybody else that you think has a good shot at it. <sighs> kind of makes fantasy picking hard because you, if you're racing for the stage points or racing for the win. It's How about points. Daniel? You know what? This is, this is the type of thing. Yeah. 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 Daniel. Shout out to Tara. I, I'm going to say Daniel. Yeah, we didn't even mention what happened to Daniel at the end of the Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, we didn't. He went to go congratulate his teammate and then... Uh, Got clocked by yeah, Briscoe? Yeah, Chase Briscoe. And I don't know where Chase Briscoe was going. I, Everybody else was going to pit road. I don't know. He was a couple laps down and I think he was trying to hurry up and make his laps up before everybody else got in there or something. I don't know. Yeah, that was a little bit crazy. Oops. Uh, yeah, Daniel broke two cars last weekend, so he's, yeah. he's got to keep it clean this week. This week, also coming up, uh, we usually talk about some things with uh, like the Ryan Blaney Family Foundation. And actually, uh, our, fr- our friends Jerry and Kirsten were just messaging me a little bit ago. Um, right now, they still have the, the thing set up. If you go to like their Twitter page for the donation of $50, uh, you can honor somebody special or put your name on uh, either Dave or Dale's sprint car. It'll be on like the front wing. For the Lou Blaney Memorial, which is in two weekends from now, you have till the 30th, which is, what is that, Friday, right? Um, so you have till Friday at, uh, it says at noon, to to go ahead and do that. And, you know, they only have so many spaces available, so hurry up and get yours in. Yeah. Uh, ours will be Team Mez. We already, already did yep. ours. So look out for that on, on one of the cars, and they're going to send you a nice little picture of it, I guess, afterward, autographed uh, by Dave Dale, probably. Um, so if you haven't done that yet, take a look at it. It's on their Twitter, their Twitter page on their, uh, Instagram, I think too. And on Facebook, it, but on Twitter, they've actually got it at the top of Twitter right now, uh, as we're recording this Tuesday night. So, you know, give that a look. It's a great way to honor somebody and it's a great way to donate, uh, to the charity. And that night also, if you haven't done so yet, uh, you want to get hold of like Leah, there are going to have a special thing for the, Blaney Bunch fan club members at the track at Sharon Speedway that night. Um, so if you haven't RSVP to that yet, hurry up and get a hold of her, let her know because they want a head count of all the uh, Blaney Bunch fan club members that are coming to Sharon Speedway uh, for that. 
they're actually going to have a special section set up in the stands for them. And like I said, that's coming up in two Saturdays. Uh, like I said, yeah, we, coming know, quick. Yeah, so hurry up and get that done if you're if you're interested in going and doing that. Um, that that is two weekends from now. It'll be the, the Atlanta weekend. Um, and uh, so we may be doing we may be doing something for Atlanta ourselves <laughs> actually. So we've kind of changed plans around um, because we were going to do the memorial, but I think we're actually going to try and go to Atlanta now and put another uh, track on our uh, on our list. That'll be three, yeah. three this year. Three this year. That'd be pretty good. If for we do us. that, yeah. So uh, you know, anything else you want to tell anybody before we wrap it up tonight? No, not really. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. I mean, we really don't want to get too deep into like the health health issues with Ryan. Because, like I said, everything's fine. We're probably thinking everything's fine. Yeah, less. Um, the only thing I can say to go back to is a couple weeks ago, um, Noah Gregson had had that issue. And it was two or three days before he showed some sort of concussion-like symptoms. So, Yeah, I mean, that all just came from, like, fans. It's yeah. just people, yeah. people are worried. worried. Yeah. Um, we haven't heard, you know, everything so far has been fine. Fine, so. It, the, the one thing about it, if we just want to talk about the scenarios real quick, you know, Ryan's in the playoffs, you know, waivers and all that stuff doesn't really matter. But uh, health is the most important thing no matter what, you know, in, in these situations. So you see an impact like that and um, you, you don't know. So hopefully we've got a good week coming ahead. Uh, I can't wait for the weekend to watch this race. Um, I don't know about you, but even the Xfinity race should be really interesting to see how they handle this mm-hmm. road uh I keep calling it a road course. Street course. Street course. It's a street course. It's not a road course. So, like I said, it's Sunday. Uh, the Sunday at uh, five thirty on NBC. So make sure you check out the uh, the Grant Park two twenty. Also, make sure we check out Adam. Adam and Tara will be doing. Like I said, they do Twitter. They do the Instagram, Facebook. I try to throw some stuff up on Facebook on race day, and the Discord chat is always very very interesting to go through and uh, and and chat with fans during the race. Um, we've got actually some people in there now who have really, really, really like, like the scanner report I listen to. There's, there's some people listening to the scanner report and updating things on there constantly too. So it's really cool. Uh, if you're missing a little something from the broadcast, go over to the discord chat too, uh, for team, uh, team Blaney. Okay. Thank you everyone. Once again, for tuning into this episode of the team Blaney podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us, just listen to our very first episode that explores our Blaney racing fandom. You can interact with us on Facebook and Twitter at team Blaney and on Instagram at team dot Blaney. And finally, we'd like to encourage you to support the Ryan Blaney family foundation Established in 2018, this organization supports causes like Alzheimer's Association and UPMC Sports Medicine through fundraisers, events, and membership in the Blaney Bunch Fan Club. To learn more about the Ryan Blaney Family Foundation, um, go to ryanblaneyfamilyfoundation.org or follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For my co-host, Steve Mez, I'm Kate Mez. We'll catch you next time on the Team Blaney Podcast. Good night, Brussels. Check out the TikTok. Well, thanks everybody for coming. I hope you enjoyed it.